All right. Welcome back to the Face Off Spot. This is your host, Adam Larson, and uh, we'd like to thank you for tuning into a, and I know I'm going to say it, a very special episode. All right. As always, we are sponsored by Rubes Brews. Uh, I usually say the Rubes Brews thing when Rubes isn't here, but he's here now because we're in the tap room. Rubes, you want to give your, uh, your Rubes Brew shout? I'm kind of busy drinking this face-off hop double, man. Well, it seems like that's a little bit of a shout. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like that's at least a little bit yeah. of a shout. No, and, thanks again for everybody listening. I got to... Man, this face-off hop double IPA has been flying off the shelf. I will say so, that uh, the, the people enjoy it. They do. So I'm going to try to hold on as much as I can. If you're listening to this, you better hurry. Yeah. It's going to be gone. Um, I do like to include also like a little bit of a warning. I don't know if you've been doing that, but... Uh, I've been trying to warn people a little bit. It's boozy. Yeah, I guess I'm used to it, you know? Well, yeah. I'm, I'm we, a borderline alcoholic yeah. anyway, so I'm kind of <laughs> used to it. But yeah, it's super smooth. And then, yeah, you got to really think about it. 8.3%. You got to watch what you're doing. It, it creeps up on you. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and uh, throw uh, one of my uh, previous guests under the bus. But uh, when Boris was on, uh, I gave him one, you know, because we, we had just gotten the Okay, did you give him one during the episode? I gave him one right before. Okay, like that right. Makes sense. I started listening to him. I thought he's really loosening up. <laughs> a little slurred, maybe. I don't know if that's just his no, accent no, no. He, or no, what? no, no. He 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 was never really inebriated, but that just one beer that he had, the face off hop, was just enough. Afterwards, he's like, "Hey, that was like really good." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." It's a whole thing. It's a it gets the job done. It, it, it doesn't feel like you have you're drinking an eight point three percent beer. No, like no. it's not really like sugary, and it's not really like oh man, it's like I had a shot of alcohol. It's just really smooth. No, it is. It, it is. It is very good. But uh, the reason why I say that this is a uh, special episode is that uh this is our 50th episode yay which you know i uh i'm uh, proud of but i wouldn't have got here without my uh good partners rubes obviously you're one but uh I have uh, my main partner here tonight, and uh, he uh, he usually isn't on the mic. He We usually keep him in a little room in the back, and he does uh, all the work for us, and he doesn't get to have any fun. We usually try and make sure he doesn't have any fun and that he just works. Uh, but anyway, we do have my good friend and uh, partner in crime, Matt Taylor. <laughs> Hey, yeah, it's uh, it's a little tough to get work done from the penalty box, <laughs> yeah, well, um, but I've I've gotten pretty efficient at it. So well, I appreciate you letting me out for a little bit. You know, I uh, we're, we're we're just happy to have you anytime that uh, we can get you on the mic. Because uh, to be honest with you, I feel like the the fans really crave some Matt Taylor. They hear about you all the time, but they you don't get on the mic a whole lot. I, I mention your name once a podcast, and uh, it's it's definitely always at the end. But sometimes it's a little bit before then. I I, I bring you up a lot. Sometimes positive. Positive, sometimes negative, but either way, um, we're happy to have you here tonight. Um, we're really thinking about this just kind of being a fiftieth uh, uh, celebration, so we're we're kind of celebrating tonight. Rubes, are we celebrating? We are celebrating. I'm not responsible for how my slurring ends up here no, no, later no, no, towards no. the end of the episode, but yes, no, this is this is just supposed to be a, a, a fun evening. But uh, if anyway, if, if there's one thing I can say to get this uh, episode started off, because I did want this episode to be. Uh, just a little bit loose, and I just wanted to have a good time. Um, we were going to have on what I would consider um, my other sorta partner, uh, somebody that's been around and is a good friend of the pod, 
Corby and Tropic, uh, but it turns out he had some car troubles, so could not be here. He sent me this cool little video, though, and it's like his dashboard is like lighting up and uh, <laughs> it's lighting up and then no longer lit up and then lighting up and, and, and no longer lit up, which I'm kind of disappointed about because I had all these nice things to say about him. Which, uh, you know, I was only going to do like this one time. I was going to talk about, you know, how he was the, the first guest on our pod. I was going to talk about, you know, all these nice things. But now I can just kind of lean into like, hey, like Corby's not here, you know. So Yeah, we're going to question the validity of this car trouble. <laughs> yeah. Did he just like well, I think, but YouTube I th- you like a video of somebody I, in car trouble? Like, hey, I, man, I'm caught somewhere. I think the reason he sent me the video, though, is that I wouldn't believe it if he just texted me that he was having car trouble. <laughs> I, feel like, I, I really feel like... So uh, say it, he went hard to I, try to I, get something I really here. feel like that's the whole thing. And then we should also let everybody know, uh, on top of this being a celebration, we are watching game two of the Stanley Cup Finals. We are, and this is going to be belated, but... I hate Tampa. Gosh. No, hey, I hate Tampa. Matt Taylor, uh, hate Tampa. Uh, nothing but uh, uh, disdain. Just, for just about to say, but. you know, the other day I was asking myself, who in this town, after what happened last year, would even want anything good for Tampa? Yeah. There I am talking to Brian Zintek at my at Cam's game the oh, other no, no, day, no, 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 no. and he starts off his sentence with, yeah, well, the reason I want Tampa to win and do what I just... As soon as I, I stopped him down right there, and I said, "What did you just say? The, you yeah, want yeah, yeah. Tampa to do well, and you're what you're going for them? Yeah. I can't even fathom that." Well, is there anybody else we need to throw under the bus? We throw Corey, <laughs> throw, throw Zintech. Hey, but we need to talk to Zintech because we're I would consider us all to be good friends of his. Yeah. And sometimes, like sometimes, sometimes people, and they can be your really close friends. Sometimes they're making poor decisions in life, and you need to step up and say, "Hey, bud." Like, I'm just here as a friend to tell you, like, you shouldn't say this out loud inside of a star center or really in the state of Texas at all. At all. I couldn't even believe what he was saying. I thought he was, like, quoting somebody else or he was just, I think it'd be an interesting stat (laughs) to see who, like, you know how they have those, uh, like, those maps and they're like, okay, like, this state's rooting for this team. This state's rooting. I'd love to see it for this finals. I would really love, because if I had to take a guess, I would say that most states are rooting for Montreal. Yeah, yes. I, I think there's there's nothing but disdain for Tampa Bay for for anyone I've talked to. Right, and, and I don't think there's anything but uh, you know folks really wanting a Canadian team to win now. Yeah, well, um, it's been so long. Well, it used to be a thing that me and John were just like, oh yeah, kind of like that. No Canadian teams won that way. They don't they don't, they don't act like they invented hockey just because their team won a Stanley Cup. Yep. this is a special exception. Yep. <laughs> I'm ready to see anybody else, even if it is a Canadian team, actually get back into it just so Tampa doesn't win. But, but you know how they say, like, when certain teams are doing well, that, it, and I, I'm not going to say 100% agree with this, but they say when some teams are doing well that it makes, like, the NHL more valuable or that the people watch more. I do think there are certain teams like that. Well, yeah, because, I mean, if different teams are competing, right? Yeah. Like, Tampa, I don't think that's necessarily good because you got one team where it's like, yeah, yeah, we won last year. Yeah. But, yeah, Montreal, like, at least Canada has somebody to, like, I guess, rally around and root for. Yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, there's a few, a few teams like that. Like, I mean, I know Toronto was good this year, but, like, even, like, the Rangers, and like there's just there's certain teams that like you kind of like want to see kind of turn the corner even if you're not a fan but um i'm sick and tired of these lightning i'm just and and i'm not Ugh. huge into like oh like they're so much over the salary cap or whatever but that is also kind of like a little you know you want it to be about uh the team that wants it the most not necessarily uh 
I guess. The tell, the, tell the NHL to get the rules straight because they circumvented the, a rule. So I guess, and I, I didn't, uh, I didn't investigate this probably as hard as I should have. But uh, I guess the, the the we're we're supposed to blame Chicago. I guess Chicago had done this before, not necessarily. On but purpose. it didn't matter. It was like some uh, season where they barely made the playoffs I, or didn't I, or something. I want to say, and I hope I'm not wrong, but I want to say that it went to like a vote after that, and they decided to like keep to it the way it, it was, oh, and so they kept it the way it was, and so that's why. Uh, but I do believe that uh, Nikita Kucherov. Was probably pretty healthy uh, before the playoffs, if I had to take a... Yeah, because that's take, what they did, this. right? They put him on long-term injured reserve, yes. and then they activated him yes. playoffs. So he doesn't Which allowed actually... them to be like way over the cap, but maybe there's some right. rule to allow them to do that in because the Because he didn't play regular season game. Oh and like gosh. I said, I, and the thing is, I don't really... Want, I watch the NHL, but I try not to get too much into that stuff, because yeah. like most of the time I don't care. Yeah. But when you make the Stanley Cup Finals and you're in a situation like that... Uh, you know, it, uh, it it does make a little bit of sense here. So. so they freed up cap room to have X player on the team this year to make that work. So who is that? Oh, who knows? I don't even know who that is. Well, it's, uh, is but it Savard? You, is when they traded for Savard? Is that what it was? I have no idea. But if you look at their team, um, you know, I just think that... And they do have all the pieces. I did give them, and I hate to say this on a recording, but I did give them some props because they do have all the things that you need to win a Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. And, like, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to continue on this... Uh, uh, positive positivity train uh, for the Lightning, but if you do look at how their team, because you guys know I'm a I'm a big Colorado Avalanche fan. They had so much talent, but you need more than just that. Yeah, and I think a that little they, bit they of showed everything. that this year. You're so, right, though. I mean, they didn't lose anybody. They no. lost Shattenkirk. Yeah, and what do they do? They replaced him with a guy Savard. They replaced him with a uh, Jan Ruda, who played last season, and now he's going to step up. So what do you really lose? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Um, well, hey, so since we're kind of, uh, you know, relaxing, I, I, I do consider this to be kind of like a, a low-key episode because I just have, like, uh, my good buddies around. But I, I kind of want to get into, since this is kind of a 50th, uh, I don't want to call it anniversary because it's just a 50th episode. But uh, for the most part, we come out with one episode a week. Um, but I did want to kind of go back because you know how we rewind things when we have guests and we rewind sure. them, and we, we think about, like, hey, like I want to take it back to when you got into this. So usually it's about hockey, <laughs> but I'd kind of like to take it back, and I'd kind of like to, because I'd just love to talk about the podcast, I would like to take it back to the beginning of when we started this. Man, well, so you go first. Uh, maybe you and, you and Matt here? <laughs> yeah, so, like, but here's the thing. I, I picked you guys up pretty quickly. So, like, my... Uh, my story has, there's a little bit of my story, but then you guys pop in like almost right away. So, but, um, cause I, I thought about this and I think this would be, I think a lot of our listeners, they kind of listen to the most recent episode and, uh, maybe sometimes they don't go back to the first one, which is okay. Cause I had no idea what I was doing. I still think it's a good episode. We need to go back and listen to that first, just I, to kind of listen I'm to it scared, and like, see how it flows. I like, think that it was okay, but I'm still scared to go back and listen to it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm still just <laughs> like, well, I learned a lot since then, but I'm still kind of scared. But, um, anyway, so this is kind of where the podcast came from. So I've kind of always wanted to do, uh, I kind of always wanted to do a podcast. Uh, oh, what happened? What happened? Hold on. We're in the middle of the <laughs> Hold on. That Tampa player just boarded the S out of Lekkonen. I mean, he's probably five or six feet from the Ooh, from okay. the boards, I, and he jousted him that was in that direction. And, th and this isn't going to be That's the dangerous. This isn't going to be the last time this happens too. If something crazy happens, we're going to stop it. Chav. 
because anybody that's listening that's watched the game oh. are going to understand what it is that we're talking about. But yeah, yeah it does. Uh, uh, I'm not going to say that was super. Yeah, I think that was okay. No, it's a penalty. But anyway, uh, well, go ahead. Tell me. I just thought, talk so, to I thought somebody it. got murdered in the corner. Yeah. It was just a little whatever. Um, but anyway, so uh, I, I always kind of wanted to start a podcast. Um, but one of the reasons I wanted Corby here, not just because he's a good friend of ours, is uh, I had uh, I hired Corby. As a, as a Zam driver for a little bit. It didn't pan out because he uh, didn't want to work after a little while, which was fine uh, fine for me. But like on his first day, I didn't really know Corby very well. So it was one of those to where he came in, I was kind of uh, training him a little bit, and we talked for, I want to say his training shift was probably like four or five hours, and we talked about hockey for about four or five hours. I mean, just completely straight. And I was like, man, like this is kind of cool. Like That was a lot of fun. And so originally when I had the idea of, all right, like I kind of want to do a podcast, that's why he was kind of that first guy because we had already kind of done it. And he, here's the other tricky part is when you invite somebody onto your show, but you don't actually have a show yet and you're starting it and they are, they are technically there with you. I mean, it was, cause I don't really get super nervous anymore, but it was just one of those. I can just remember being like, what are we doing? Like, what are we doing? And I'm looking at him and I think that the, the show still sounds okay, but I can just remember both of us just being like, what are we doing? Like, oh, we're recording. Like, we're going to put this out. And everything was just like, I don't want to say stressful because it, uh, we, we, we still went through the motions of it, but I, I think I owe him, um, I owe him a little bit just for a being willing to come on the show uh, a show that didn't exist yet. And then to be like, hey, like, we're going to put this out to everybody, not knowing that if what we did was any good whatsoever. Um, so I just, I have to give Corby, uh, I have to give Corby thanks for that. Well, good, because I, I know just based on y'all, knowing both of y'all, your talk and your jargon probably for the four or five hours that you're referring to, it was probably pretty quality. Like, oh, yeah. there's a lot of people that would probably like to listen to that and chime into it yeah. and be like, hey, I've got an opinion or I didn't know that, you know, or yeah. this or that little detail about hockey where you're like, oh, that's a new insight, you know? And so you guys are onto something. Well, and then we, we, and then even during this original talk, and it might have, like I said, I haven't listened to episode one in a while, but it was one of those things to where like we knew like, minor league assistant coach like there was just like weird people that we oh yeah like, corby's we talk- like we were talking like chl guys yeah and, like, corby's stick- over there like pierre mcguire jr like boys. knowing all his hockey out oh, in yeah, the yeah, freaking yeah. u.s all yeah, over the place yeah. but uh and I, I i can definitely remember that a, a huge talking point was uh him working at the uh, that Mario Lemieux fantasy camp or whatever. Yeah, him but, and Newman, they do that little yeah. well, fantasy and then, camp there And then in Newman was my second guest. Yeah, you know what I mean? well, that was and just natural. And then I think Matt Taylor may have been my third. Yeah. I think you were my fourth. I think so. And the funny thing I remember about the beginning of those times is you kind of tried me out. Like, he knew because we talked to the rink all the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't think we ever actually talked in depth. Yeah. But you came to the tap room right as it was constructed last year. It, uh-huh. was, it was the grand opening. Yeah. And I invited Ad about here, and I'm like, hey, man, let's have some beers. And I think me and you sat in the corner over there at the bar and talked for like two hours. No, we did. I did. Like, I, straight. The funny part is I wouldn't have remembered that until you just brought that up. But we did. <laughs> we did. And I was like kind of just like starting to get into it. But That was like, my tryout. Adam was like, all right, let's see what this guy's got. He's my next target. <laughs> well, the, at that point, I had like no targets. I'm like, who wants to come? Because like pe- people want to people come on the show now, but like. They didn't want to, th- you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because they didn't, it wasn't like a thing yet. Yeah. Like, it, was, it wasn't a thing. But, and then going into, because the, the Matt Taylor story, and you can give your side of this if you'd like, um, but the Matt Taylor part of this is, I want to say it was after the first episode. Matt Taylor, because we were, I would consider us friends at that point, but like, we weren't like as close as we are now. 
So it was one of those things to where Matt Taylor, he, I want to say he caught, oh, Montreal goal on the power play. Right, suck it, Tampa. Pa- oh, Scory Perry. Yeah, he's somewhere in there. There we go. Uh, it looked like he scored the goal there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the box. That's why you don't take those penalties. Let block the rouge. Oh. oh, wait, was it Suzuki? Suzuki's my boy, but It was way. a seeing eye shot. Let's just say Vasilevsky needed to have that one. It may, hit, it may have hit something. Point. Oh, it's, no, this is Perry. Yeah. Okay, that is not enough. I don't even know if Perry touched Well, McDonough that. Had a, got a little piece of it. You're going to see it right yeah, there. But yeah. you can't let that in, bro. No. Nuh-uh. I don't no. care if that did change direction. He's not even tracking that. It's like he didn't even see it. No, I love it. I love it. Suck it. Oh, no, no. That's great. That's great. Even even elite NHL goalies can just let in. Yeah, oh, that, yeah, yeah. What yeah. is he doing? Yeah, he knows. He, he knows he messed that up. I'm time. okay with it, though. Yeah. But uh, anyway, uh, so go, but going back to... Uh, so Matt Taylor and I are friends. We, we know of each other. But I want to say it was after the first episode... He called me and he was like, "Hey, like, it was caller text, but he's like, hey, like, that's like pretty good. Like, I think that like it's kind of just as good as like a lot of other podcasts that are trying to act professional or something like that. I might be paraphrasing, but he's like, yeah, like if you ever need any help or whatever. And here's where I got Matt Taylor. I was like, yeah, like I could definitely use your help. Like, let me know, like if I can uh, pay you in some way or whatever. And he's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, yes, sweet. Like, I have somebody to help out. I don't have to pay him. But then, like shortly after that, like he actually just became like a partner because I didn't realize how much work was going to have to be done that I was unable to do. You know what I mean? So, like when I think of my partner Matt Taylor, it's like, oh, like we definitely wouldn't be at this place without him. So I don't I don't know if I've ever told you this. I had I had I had a little bit of an ulterior motive. Oh, that, of course you did. <laughs> of course. Oh of course, yeah, uh, the truth so, comes out. So uh, so uh, I mean we've talked about this. I'm a software developer uh, during the day, and I use I use side projects to get better at things and and, and work on projects. And I uh, we had a project at work where I needed to learn a new uh, framework. And I was like, well, I need to build a website mm-hmm. in this framework. Yeah. And then so I listened to the podcast, and I was like, you know what? That would be fun to, to work on. Also, I can build a website in that framework yeah. um, just on the side so I can, I can you know, do this, and they don't fire me. Um, <laughs> and I did that, and you know, we took you know, the website to where it is now. But that, yeah. was, that was one of the little points I wanted to jump on with because it gave me something to work on. Yeah. Um, on for work so well hey I, see and little see. do you know he's gonna send you an invoice here another year whenever you're at we're actually like doing something big <laughs> hey so uh retroactive to two years ago well so i'm hoping you know because i i do have uh i do have goals for this podcast but you know i'd be lying if i said like at a certain point like if matt ever if matt ever wanted to like dip off and be like hey like i think i'm done with this i'm gonna have to be like hey how much do i owe you <laughs> you know I mean? at, at this point because because i'm hoping that we can go together and just become like multimillionaires somehow by doing no, it's, the podcast. It's, it's a lot of fun, and that's that was just one piece of it. But yeah. you know, I, I want to talk about hockey. I want to, you know, I, want, I listen to a handful of hockey podcasts throughout the day. Anyway, yeah. So um, it's it's fun being a part of something and being like, this is the thing that we worked on, right? Um, whether it's you know software or audio editing or, or, or what, yeah. Um, and it's it's a lot of fun to just be a part of, of some of that stuff. And and I've learned, I can I can't imagine how much i've learned from from the guests we've had on oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, me too yeah Yeah. and especially like you've played hockey for a really long time i played hockey for a really long time and i still learn something new every time that we have a guest on you know what i mean yeah there's there's been a just just a a wealth of knowledge from guys like corby newman and 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 all this you know the former pros we've had on things like that the hockey stories you get you don't get that 
in you know uh, the big hockey podcast where they're only interviewing you know NHL guys. Yeah, you yeah. don't get that in the locker room in men's league. You, yeah. you know, you get that by meeting new guys that have, you know you wouldn't normally have been able to reach out to. And well, and so here's the other thing too is like we've had a lot of guys. And, you know, I know that you said like ex pros, but um, you know we've had a lot of guys. Like we have a lot of really. And here's what I hope people understand is like most of the guys I have on here are really good hockey players. Just because they didn't up, end up being pro doesn't mean that they didn't take that same path that everybody else did. You know what I mean? The only part they might not have to it is being drafted into professional hockey. Like, that's the last part of it. But as far as, like, growing up and playing and, you know, uh, transitioning, getting older, all that stuff, like, everybody can relate to that. I do also think that it helps. Um, I really feel like we have a large majority of, like, hockey parents that listen to the podcast and it's it, it's it's kind of cool sometimes because these parents will come up to me and they're like parents of like younger kids so it's almost giving them kind of like a little bit of a road map to know like what their kid might be in for what they might be in for you know what i mean well that and that was one of the things i think we initially talked about was there's there's a there's a thousand podcasts that interview super successful NHL players. You know all yeah. the big podcasts do. There's not a ton of podcasts that enter you know that interview the guy that played Junior B. Yeah. Um. And you know all the the you know trials and tribulations he had to go through just to play Junior B. You yeah. know the average guy who's going to play hockey and then get a real job. You know in an accounting firm someday or something like that. Mm-hmm. That isn't going to go to the NHL but still get to hear yeah. those stories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but they're they're important and like I said it's it's uh. Sometimes you learn the most by somebody that just came before you. It's like, hey, because, you know, I usually try and structure it like, hey, how did you get into it? But I always try and mention, because I do think that this is important, I try and mention that that shift from, okay, like, you know, you're done with your midget year or whatever, like, how do you decompress from, like, not playing anymore? Or, you know what I mean, that 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 kind of... Because uh, I definitely identified with only being a hockey player for a long time, and then when that kind of career kind of came to an end, it was weird for me, but... It's kind of uh, not just allowing the guests to kind of go through their own. Because a lot of these times, if you think about it, the guests have never told that story. Like, when would they tell that story? You know, their, their families might know what they went through. They know what they went through. But, like, I think that it really helps them to come on and be able to share it. And to, you know, it's just, it's been really great. No, you're right. Like, uh, I think of, like, Eddie. You yeah, know, yeah. Uh-huh. Where he came on and... You know, like same that we see with a lot of people. He was kind of quiet at first, but then after a while, he really started to like dial into the things that he had went through. And we started talking about how he played at a high level of hockey, and then yep. like he needed time off. And I know just from people that you know, like follows and all that kind of stuff online, like his family listened to it, and they yep. were like, maybe they didn't hear some of that, like you said, and they really responded to it. You know what I mean? And they're yep. following you know the pages and all that kind of stuff. You know, so yep. it's a good opportunity for I guess you know them to kind of connect in their own little circles too because hey i got a podcast and then all of a sudden they listen to it they're talking about it yeah yeah well and the 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 crazy part is and i think that we can go ahead rubes because uh, i think we'll end up putting this out before we put the uh uh, before we put the manhattan project uh episode out so we can go ahead and talk about that uh but rubes and i were earlier i guess we can call it this morning uh we did a a great podcast with uh the i guess you'd call him the the president he's the co-owner that i guess he had on there along with uh, the other guys but uh carl sanford yeah but but it's one of those things to where you know if you've been doing a podcast for long enough and i kind of joked around i think we both kind of joked around with him a little bit today but it's like you know once you have a podcast it's like okay like now you can start meeting people and talking to people that you kind of wouldn't get to normally you know what i mean yeah i i guess this is my my thing for this podcast, when I started thinking about you want to do a 50 and mm-hmm. what, how things have changed in the past year. 
And the one thing that sticks out to me is just that. I think you have really brought the community and people together in a way you haven't realized. Yeah. Me, just spe speaking specifically from my own vantage point, 30, 40 guys that I normally would have never spoken to or interacted with. Right, yeah. But just them talking to other people and them talking to other people and parent talking to that parent and yes. this kid talking to that <clears throat> kid. And, you know, you, that was your kind of like your thing whenever you started. You're like, hey, I just want to do this for the community. I want it to be something that people can kind of go to and listen and be like, oh, I know that person. Oh, yep. yeah, that, and that makes sense to me because I'm at that rink too. Yep. And it has. It really has been a really like common denominator, like connector with Mansfield and with even with other rinks now with as we've kind of been out in different places. So sure. props to you because – there's a lot more people that are more friends with each other and that are easily more dialed into, you know, their community mm -hmm. and their, the roots are deeper because of, I think, just doing the podcast. Well, so. and so, and here's the interesting part, and it's really cool that you said that because it's something that I noticed, but you're, you're kind of not sure about, <clears throat> but what, like even going back to like social media, there's so many people that are like, I got like a bunch of friend requests from like random people. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> that happens. Like after you come on the pod and you leave, like, yeah, there's just going to be random That's what people. Kuski said last weekend. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I was talking to him about the pod and I was kind of, I was messing with him a little bit. I yeah, said, yeah, Kuski, yeah. I was trying to play a drinking game every time you said 100%, but then I stopped after yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. five or six drinks. Yeah. But that's what he said immediately after. Yeah. Is he was like, yeah, I had all these friend requests. I have who these people are <laughs> <laughs> but like part of that's cool because and the weird part is like i can actually see them having like conversations with each other and i know that they've never met because i know you know what i mean that's exactly it i mean you post their picture yeah this part you know this parent listened to him yep. he's walking into the rink for his game on a monday night and the hey man i, I heard you on the podcast you know what i mean yeah. and it's just literally that simple yeah and yeah, then yeah. all of a sudden you're like oh yeah this is my eight you kid or whatever it is yeah. oh i'm going to play a men's league game and you know i'm at maybe the end of it but Something that normally they would just not even look at each other yeah. and thought twice about it. You but, know? I, but I, but I almost think that, uh, and and like I didn't have like I uh, we're doing this podcast and I I do try and plan, but both you guys know me. Like I to, for the most part I'm just kind of flying, or what's I don't know the term, but it's like I, sometimes I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just I'm doing the podcast and I, I want things to turn out well and I'm glad it's growing the community and that's what I wanted to do in the first place. But like I'm doing that by just doing a simple thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just sitting down and having a conversation. It's, it's just it's it's not like super thought out. It's just hey, like get to know this person. Uh, but sometimes all it takes is that person saying like one or two things that somebody can connect with, and all of a sudden that person friends that person, and and it's just it's it's I don't know. It's well, yeah, I mean think about what I, you were right in the middle of like rubes brews hockey club playing the warriors yep that would have never happened without the podcast yeah you think we would have been playing those guys no. we get to know them no well, we got to know them we had yeah. a great game it was a great event they made some money off of it because you know for the donations you know for the wind warriors and all that kind of stuff yeah would have never happened so it's just a small example of something well, that you know is it you give an, you give people an opportunity to connect and cross and you know it's just it it just builds right it just keeps on building well, and I think that, uh, in all honesty, this actually does, uh, this kind of goes over into something that I was going to try and announce anyway, but since that game, now there's another charity game for See? veterans at Mansfield. Yeah. So now we're doing this again. Uh, so it's Dallas, uh, Dallas Warriors and Fort Worth Patriots. So okay. th this is essentially the uh, same game that uh, Corby and I went to right. uh, uh, at, at the start. That so was our first live. Yeah. Mansfield. Saturday so, yeah. night, six o'clock, July thirty first. Yes, Patriots it's, and Warriors, Dallas yes. Warriors. And at six, it's on a Saturday. There's plenty of time. Um, you doing nothing on July thirty first? I mean, what's going on? Kids aren't back to school yet. Yeah, there's plenty of things. 
Plenty uh, of time. Uh, but anyway, so uh, sorry I got those mixed up, but I, I did want to put both those out there. It's just uh, we're trying to help all those guys. Um, but that kind of leads into the next thing here because I also feel like we've got to, besides just growing the community, we've been able to help the Lone Star Warriors. We've been able to help the Dallas Warriors and the Fort Worth Patriots. And um, the other thing, too, and and I don't, I, I'm not going to necessarily claim that I have uh, uh, anything to do with this, but uh, the Dallas Warriors and, and the uh, Lone Star Warriors, I, f- I feel like they're kind of, um, they were two different organizations and they're coming uh, uh, together a little bit more and supporting. Because I don't know if you saw, I know that we were in the locker room, Rubes and Matt Taylor, because we were both there for the charity game. But uh, if you saw when we went in the locker room, uh, the Lone Star Warriors actually honored uh, the Dallas Warriors uh, for winning. They won a tournament, I think the Hindi. Um, but it was up in Minnesota, or something. Yeah, it was up in Minnesota. But they went and uh, they went and bit, uh, did a big tournament. But uh, evidently, that's a big deal because those are two organizations that uh, don't necessarily work together. And then yeah. kind of honoring them and, and doing that, um, you know, I feel like part of that that happened on our watch, or you know, what well, I mean? that's like, really that cool during our game. I mean, we know it. Like we all play with different people. We make you know, like we make up with different people. You know, we make you know little deals to different people. Yeah. We know that we we we're in adult league. Like it just it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's really nice to see them come together because I mean, obviously things can happen along the way. But for them to be like, hey man, let's honor you guys. Like, yeah, you know, there's seventy five, hundred people or so at the rink that night. Like, yeah, no, let it, them know, like, hey, you're here. You won. Like, you went to Minnesota and won a tournament. I don't care what division it's in. Yeah, you take a Texas team and you go win a tournament in Minnesota. That's pretty cool. No, it, it was great and just. Just to, uh, the way that they're able to kind of like, uh, I, I, and to be honest with you, I, I say, I talk about this a lot, but I'm kind of jealous of them how they're able to kind of still, I'm talking about the Lone Star Warriors here, but they're still playing like competitive hockey against other Warriors programs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the thing is, we play men's league now, and it's not to say that you can't com- still compete in men's league or whatever, but there's kind of just always this unwritten rule. It's like, hey, you don't, at the end of the day, like skate hard, but don't really whatever. But everybody I've talked to in the Lone Star Warriors program is like, no, like when we play other Warriors teams, like we are trying to win. It's like, oh, that sounds really awesome. Like you really just go out and just try as hard as you can. Like there is none of that like kind of men's league stuff. So I do think it's really cool uh, what they do. And I think that we're really lucky to be a part of it. Cool. Well, heck yeah. yeah. See, this is what I'm talking about. Just, yeah. just, just one example. We're just, we're just, we're just growing just things. We're just growing things here with the podcast. But uh, speaking of the the charity game that we were in, Matt Taylor. Oh, I'm sorry, Matt. Oh, <laughs> uh, what do we get? Another Tampa Bay goal yeah, with .3 seconds in the second. Did Kucherov score this goal? You're gonna want to watch this. Uh, I threw Matt's keychain. He got these brand new face. Yeah, we have face off spot keychains. Uh, what's room. going on? Oh, no, 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 well, no, well, if you all saw Coleman dive oh. across the ice with literally a second oh. left and throw that one in, I'm not, I can't even be mad at that. Look I'm at that. not, no, I'm Full not, out, ma- I'm not mad at that goal. Full send. I'm not mad at that. Gets the twig on it and it's in the net with one second left. That is unreal. Real. Plano zone, Blake Coleman. Potentially future Dallas star. Too. That's unreal. I'd love Dude, to have him. I can only imagine Dallas. the amount of money people are going to throw at him this summer. All of the money. <laughs> come yeah. come um, back. Just because he's on Tampa home. and you you know, you know make a play like that, you make another play like that, like people are like, uh, oh, hey, they just, but, all they see is dollar signs. But you know what I, I did hear about him, though, um, and I believe this to be true, but uh, when he got his run with the cup that he took it to Valley Ranch and uh, with the elite kids. So, like, they were able to see. Because, you know, when you go to Valley Ranch, they have, like, all the, you know, Stars Elite players ended up kind of going and playing whatever. But if you want to talk about one of the major elite players, Coleman, for sure. 
So I mean, like, I've, and he came back with the cup to Valley Ranch, where he, you know that's what it's all about. I mean, I've heard, I've heard he's interested in playing here. Yeah, um, his, his family's here still. He he wants to, you know, if he, if the opportunity ever comes up, yeah, I well, think he'd be he'd be interested in coming here for sure. If he yeah. really wants to come here, and Jim Neal's like, look, I can only offer you this, and I'll maybe give you an extra year, maybe get extra mill, you know, year. You've won two cups. Let's say they win this one. And you really want to come to Dallas? Then I'll believe you. If you really come here and you sign some nice cap-friendly deal, I'll be like, all right, fine, I'll believe that. I don't. I don't, I don't well, necessarily think it'll be like cap-friendly, but I do think it would be like. A, well, uh, it'd be, it, it would be long. Sure, you know but I mean? the stars like, can't I, afford a, a, a seven and a half, you know, or seven, six and a half AAV deal. Right. I mean, they have to sign Hay. They have to sign Klinger. I mean, it's just not even going to be in the cards so, if he wants something high. So how do and and, and here's the thing because you guys are uh, way more uh, uh, into the stars than I am as far as being fans because you guys are both great fans. But what are we thinking about next year as far as we don't usually get into whole stars thing? But what are we thinking as far as because uh, we have to re-sign Haskinen obviously? Um, but how do how do we see this playing out next year uh, with Klimberg and uh, Haskinen? Because they both uh, we both have to deal with their contracts next year, correct? Uh, yeah, I think they're both either next year or the year after. I know high school. Yeah, it's coming up. Yeah, still right. on his 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 early deal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a that's a, that's a tough one. I don't know that that Klingberg's been the the shutdown or the scoring guy you'd want him to be. Yeah. Um, he seems to have a couple of uh, flaws. I'm not saying he's not one of the you know the better defensemen in yeah. the league, but I don't know that he's what the Stars wanted initially. Yeah. Um, and now you've got Heiskanen in there who seems to be that guy. Right. Um, but is also still really young and still has a bit to learn too. And they're already paying, you know, the the Bens and the Sagans and the Bishops. Yep. Um, so money's definitely an issue. And yeah. you know, it's it's. I really love to to listen to that discussion about you know contracts and money and length of time. It's it's really fun to have. Well, oh yeah. Well, well it, it, it's it, yeah. It, it well, it is always fun to talk about because you can kind of say these uh, these kind of like mock. Uh, settings or these mock like this could happen or that could happen because um, everybody kind of has their own thing. Rubes, were you about to say something? Oh, only saying that um, he caught me in the middle of my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Very good. Uh, Miro Hay is an RFA this summer. Okay, so it is this summer. And, yeah, Klinger is a UFA after this season. Uh, okay, so they got to deal with Haskin in person. My deal with Klinger is they've got him in, like, a good part of his prime at 4.2, you know, 4.25 AAV, which is pretty damn cheap. That was a gamble for Nil when he signed him to, like, a five-year deal at like four, you know, point two five a million like per year. Yeah. So, I I hate to say it, but I think at the end of the day, you're gonna have to fit. And let's say you want to bring a guy in like Coleman or whoever else is on the market. I mean, he's gonna be the guy that's expendable. You know what I mean? I mean because I mean everybody loves him, but I know that as soon as he leaves the Stars, someone's gonna throw money at him, right? They're gonna throw that big AV at him, and there's it's gonna be really hard for the Stars to be like, oh yeah, well Hayskin is gonna make eight million. You too, Clayne. You'll make $8 million as well. I mean, it's going to be almost impossible. Yeah, I don't know. It, it's going to be tough, but as long as Colorado is better than the Stars, then it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> anyway, moving Well, on. good try, Adam, but that's... <laughs> anyway, moving Not on. Not hitting very well, considering. No, I, uh, no I, uh, Stars are my number two team, but, you know, just, uh, just my number two team. I got a... Uh, I, I was over here, by the way, when the uh, Stars beat 
the Avalanche, not this this season, but the past season. So I owned my uh, ownership of the team that that lost. You guys uh, allowed me to accept that gracefully. You guys didn't give me a super hard time. Uh, I do appreciate it. But, um, yeah, I, uh, I'm a little worried. Like I said, uh, Colorado kind of has uh, some issues with not being able to – I feel like they're super talented, um, but there's just some things that they're missing uh, if they're going to try and go deep in the playoffs. So, uh, But at the end of the day, um, I hope they do well. Anyway, so – so so moving on because I kind of want to talk is about time, is it okay for a beer break? That's what I'm asking. Yeah, no, but will you grab me one? Yes, I will. Yes. Go over there and get in that Manhattan Project four pack you brought. Yeah, that was such a good. I, I don't want to talk about it too often or too much, <laughs> but that 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 pot. And I, I, here's the other thing too. I don't think I've ever done two podcasts in one day. So this yeah, is. Yeah, th- things are loose. I did go home and take a nap, though, Rubes. That, that was <laughs> that was uh, that was super important to me, uh, super necessary at the time. Uh, uh, really, really, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Give me the trenta, yeah. Um, but yeah, that that episode will be released soon. And uh, to be honest with you, Rubes, it's made me start thinking because I wanted to kind of uh, switch over to the topic of of what our future is with this podcast and and what we're trying to do. And I'm kind of almost a little embarrassed to admit, but you know how I said, like, I don't really get, I don't really get, uh, like, nervous anymore. Like, when we have people from the, the hockey community on, I was a little bit nervous today. I was fanboying out. Because, like, seriously, like, I, I had, you know, I was like, Elvis Presley was in front of me. Just because, yeah. I mean, I, I respect and I really enjoy and love their beers. I wrote today, I have a beer crush on them. You know what I mean? Like, right. I just do, so... Same but, way, I'm like, oh my god. But 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 it almost because I used to get nervous, and I still love doing the podcast. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like I need to put myself in a position more often where I feel that way. Yeah, because it used to be like a like a rush. It used to be like, oh my gosh. But I felt like a part of that was is I, I knew that I didn't have hockey to fall back on. Like I actually, exactly. I it's actually a whole different ball game. I here. really and and this is no offense to any of the guests I've had on, but I had to really pay attention today. Because it was stuff I didn't know about. You know what I mean? So I actually had to... You're right. So it was Carl like actually, had that look in his eye like he wanted to talk about beer uh-huh. and anything else on hockey. He didn't <laughs> know it existed. Right. Yeah. So it's just like, you know, and, and I still thought I still thought it was great. Um, but unlike most of our podcast, he talked for... And this is great. And I would love to start doing more of these. Uh, but he talked for, what would you say, 85% the of the time? vast majority. But, I mean, he has got a lot of things to say. But I that's mean, he's what the was owner awesome. of a major microbrewery here in Dallas-Fort Worth. Yeah. He also dips his you know, hand into different other things, too. So, I mean, yeah. he's got a lot of different expertise and, like, different, you know, like, fields and groups of things like that. So, yeah, I mean, hell, I mean, I had a ton of things to say. But I almost want to come out. I almost want to come out with a different show that isn't about hockey, and it's just uh, me talking to – and this is the tricky part. How do you find these people to talk to? But it's almost like I want to start talking to – and, I, like, I will always – Face Off Spot will always be my number one. Don't get me wrong. We, we will still continue to come out with episodes every week. Like, I love this. This is, yeah. uh, you know, one of the – I'm not going to say there's few things that are important to me, but this is one of the the major things that's important to me. Well, it was easy to segue into this one because, like you talked about, it's like okay, hockey is one of our things, right? Uh, whatever, else beer, you said. yeah, and friends, then beer, and beer, yeah, beer, and yeah, beer, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. a lot of our people that are like, oh yeah, maybe a little bit break from hockey, like oh beer, all right, that's right for me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, you know, and it's uh, it's and it's not even necessarily like uh, uh, trying to expand. I mean, we want to come out with uh, some more. Content. 
content. Uh, but at the end of the day, like, uh, part of it was just like a little bit of a rush for me. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I really had to pay attention. I feel like I really had to uh, stay on top of it, and I couldn't fall back on just uh, useless information. I'm p- kind of putting my own podcast down here, but, uh, you know, there wasn't that thing to where I could fall back on it. Like, I really had to be ready to Isn't go. Isn't that fun at almost episode 52 and after a year? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah. That, but it, uh, the weird part is it doesn't seem like it was that long ago when everything got started, you know? Yeah, it really doesn't. Like, and I can remember, actually, I did want to bring this up, Matt, because our episode, it was the first time that you got out of the house since COVID. And this is back at the beginning of like, whatever, where like, it's it's like when people were finally starting to leave their house. This is when this happened. Yeah, I I remember we had had pretty much been shut in for for a couple months. Yeah, you're like, this is the first time. (laughs) Other than... And I think maybe Men's League had started back up or was just about to start back up or something. Yep. Um, but, like, I had gone to, like, a, a hockey game and, like, the grocery store, and, like, that was it. Yep. So I hadn't I hadn't sat down and talked to anybody that wasn't my wife or my five-year-old uh, in, <laughs> yeah, in that's months. What you, that's what you said. You were like, oh, how? Well. <laughs> so, so I didn't have to tell you to go clean your room or yeah, do yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, and so that was that – was, that was an adventure uh, in just talking to another adult for more than yeah for more than a little bit. Well, we met at Jake's before. I remember that now too. It's all coming back to me now. We met at Jake's, and to be honest with you, I wasn't really talking to a lot of people either because you know I, I live at home alone, or whatever. Like uh, I started the podcast. You were like I said, episode three. So it's like at that point, I don't know if everybody can remember that, but like most people were only seeing their family for a good what two to three months, probably. Yeah, like yeah. That, that was it. You know, and I, I we we can bring back this too. Is someone we didn't you know give a, a high five to for helping us kind of get down the road was uh, our original uh, producer for the show. Yes, was, was Steve Casillo uh, yeah. at Podcast Mansfield, who ran all of the the technical for this for a while, mm-hmm. uh, and kind of was like, "Hey, this is this is what you should do. This is how you should do it. Hey, stop doing that. Yep. Um, hey, talk louder." Uh, you know, all this stuff that, you know, we didn't know what we were doing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and, and he kind of, you know, gave us everything we needed. You know, he said, here's the files, here's this, you know, I can, I can give you all this and you guys just take it from there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, had- and, and, and here, and here's, here's the part. I, it's like, I really feel bad because people that have listened to the show for a long time. They know that Steve used to be like an integral part of the show. And the, the, and Steve is just a great guy. Um, but one of the things I relied on him on so much is I always felt like he was a good indicator of whether or not the show was good or bad during the time. You know what I mean? Because he didn't have any skin in the game. But if we were on a roll and he was chuckling, I'm like, okay, like he actually thinks this is funny. Like, this is good. We're going through here. Um, but it, it's a situation to where, and it, it was tough for us to break away. We were thinking about having this kind of anniversary or 50th thing at the studio, and we didn't follow through with it. But we will go back at some point to the studio because I feel like, if I'm being honest with myself, I don't think that I left that situation like uh, in the best adult responsible way. You know what I mean? I felt like we kind of bought our stuff, and he's like, hey, you guys going to record? I'm like, well, we got our own stuff. Uh, you know, well, I'll, I'll reach out to you. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but, but part of that was just almost... Um, me taking kind of the chicken way out and I was just too afraid to to tell him like, hey, like, 
Sorry, or you know what I mean? It's, but, it's, but, it, but, it's, but it's because I cared about him so much, or, yeah. you know, which sounds terrible. It's it's tough because yeah, he he wasn't just you know a guy we we paid money to to run a you know a right. podcast. Was, you know, he he came on the show a couple of times. He would talk yeah, to us yeah. every once in a while. He would kind of you know hold our hand as we were figuring stuff out. So it wasn't just like a guy. He was your buddy. Right. Yeah. Um, but I mean that's that's the way you know this you know this kind of business works is right. it's a service, and if you know you've got folks that are you know have the the technical chops to figure this stuff out. Um, and you know, and technology is getting cheaper and cheaper and easier to learn. And it was just a, you know, a decision we made to, Hey, let's, let's buy our own board. We can take right. it wherever we want. We can, you know, if we want to interview someone in North Dallas, well, we just pack up the bags and we go yeah. to North Dallas. We don't have to worry about having them come to us, right. which was a pretty big barrier to getting some of these interviews is, yeah. is getting them down to Mansfield, especially at the height of a pandemic. Yeah, for sure. For um, sure. no one wanted to, you know, drive, you know, 20 minutes, you know, let alone all the way down to Mansfield. Um, and so this was, you know, it was a decision. We just decided, Hey, let's, let's go ahead and do this. And Rubes helped out, you know, immensely with oh, yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and, and just being able to do this on our own, not needing, you know, to be holding to, to one physical location or, or one physical person and kind of just take a jump and learn how to do it ourselves. Yep. Um, I think it was a pretty big step. Yeah. Well, and, and to be honest with you, this, this kind of all started with, um, this kind of all started with having to do the first live show. I don't know if you remember that, but we're like, oh, we're doing a live show. It's got to be on the road. All right, like, let's rent this equipment. And then you kind of realize, and, and, and not only that, but the, the pod continued to grow. So it, it was so easy when it started to get people to come to the studio because most of the people that we were having on the show were from the area. You know what I mean? But then as you start to grow, and I know Matt and Matt and Rubes, we both had multiple conversations about this, but it was one of those things where it's like, hey, like, we're kind of running out of people, you know what I mean? Like down here, like, you know, as far as the, the people that were accessible and, uh, you know, wanting to come on. Um, but there was a lot of people for, you know, further North that it's like, man, I'd really like to have that guy on. But then when you reach out, it's like, Oh, like, do you do this over zoom? It's like, no, like we got to like do it like in person, uh, which I'm, I'm still not to switch up the, the topic, but I still think it's the way to go is to do it in person. Um, there's a lot and there, trust me, there, there's so many guests that we could have on here if we did it in zoom or Skype or whatever, but you're not going to have the same. It's just not going to be the same. And, uh, I, there's, there's a lot of guests that I'd like to have on and they're only available via zoom, Skype, whatever, but like, I'm not going to give that to you until they're able to be here. And I just think that that is the best. Cause if you only get one episode, it just, it, it just is better when you're here. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I mean, in you know, we've talked about this a million times, you know, a big chunk of this show is community, right? And so having yeah. somebody in here, you know, in the tap house, yeah. sitting around, you know, drinking, you know, some Rube's brews or, or whatever, and actually being part of this community is a big step. And yeah. um, I think that kind of makes this more of a, of a locally sourced podcast than just some random podcast you find, you know, on your iPhone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Amen, it, Matt Taylor, I like that. You're right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's no. going to be an opportunity to, like, get to know some of these people but at the same time it's like yeah like here's my beer you know and they're like oh it's really good or you know whatever it is you know and it just kind of gives you that well their level of exposure so. well and here's the other thing rubes and you know this probably better than anybody but so let's say that uh somebody comes over uh to the tap room and let's say they record for an hour how long are we actually talking to them though three close to yeah i would you know say I mean? two minimum like yeah 30 two, minutes two, before yeah. 30 minutes after minimum and, and if then, they stay for a little bit which we've had happen before but it's one of those to where like that's how you build that relationship yeah. like sending an email and having them come in yeah. and just for that then sending them on their way like there there's a lot of uh you know and there's a lot of stuff that goes into like the beginning of it and uh to give everybody kind of like behind the scenes thing 
I don't like to talk to people when they show up for the podcast until we start really recording. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things to where... No, because you start talking and you're like, oh, that's really good material. Okay, turn it on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's one of those things. But but we, we still talk to him. And I think, Rubes, you do a good job about this. Is like when we have people over here, you usually do a lot of the talking beforehand. I don't know if you've noticed this or not, but it works out really great because like you're just like, this is uh, my place. Like, this is what's going on, whatever. But like I can kind of pick up on like how they're feeling without having to talk to him yet because you're the one talking to him because yeah. i usually i usually try and not get uh too much information out of him uh, uh right away but um it's just a situation where i almost feel like we have uh without even really knowing it we have a certain way that we do things that really works no, i think you're right i mean like we've had a, a lot of people come here into the tap room spoiler alert yeah. it's just at my house so. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and i want people to feel welcome when they come in here you know like yeah sometimes nobody's here sometimes my kids are running around and my wife's you know here so i'm like i just want them to feel comfortable you know just know like hey like this is I guess what you've talked about before, like we're in a studio setting, it could seem kind of like intimidating at times. Yep. Like, okay, we're in a studio, there's a mic here, you know, the lights are bright. And here in the tap room, it's just been more relaxed, you yeah. know, and just, yep. and I feel like people have kind of taken to that a little bit, you know what I mean? We're like, oh, okay, you know, this is just a little conversation, you know, I don't have to feel like so like, you know, like, oh, like squeezed up or anything like that. Well, like they can just relax. And, and so I think, yeah, we both do that, like you said, in our own ways. Well, and then one thing I try and do too is that um, I try and remember that like we're kind of holding all the cards when somebody shows up. So like somebody's showing up and they have no idea. They could be nervous. I can remember when Steve Casillo uh, that we were just talking about, he actually asked me to come on about Mansfield. I guess I'll shout out about Mansfield. It's a yeah. local things that are happening. Uh, but anyway, so he, he asked me to come on that show. I hadn't done my podcast yet. I'd never done a single one. I was so nervous. I was so nervous to go on his show. And it was only like 10 minutes of me talking. <laughs> it was 10 minutes. 10 I'm like, minutes. Uh, uh. all right, Adam, uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Oh, I was like, uh, all right. Uh, I, uh, I guess and, that, and that's to, it. Be on, to be honest with you, anybody can find it. If you, uh, if you look at About Mansfield, there's one episode that I'm on there. If you want to see just the worst. I mean, it wasn't bad, but like this is before I had kind of started doing any of this. But um, anyway, it's just uh, I try and put myself in that situation that, that people are showing up. Because how many times, Rubes, does, does somebody show up that you and I have never met? Or like that we yeah, don't really know. Like two out of three times, yeah, sometimes, it, you know, like depending on what the, yeah, it's it's the, the percentage is high. So, so, but the thing is, is like put yourself in their shoes. They're coming down to Mansfield to record for an hour with two people they've, they've never, never met. met. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that yeah. is, so, and, and here's a good thing that I think you do really well with, and I've tried to do this, is just acting very cool and chill. No matter what we've had going on before the podcast starts, when they get here, it's everything's fine, everything's cool, everything's light, like yeah. we're good to go, whatever. Because if you act stressed out or if, you, if oh, they gosh, show no, up, yeah. if they show up and, you know, like it's on us to be like, hey, no, this is cool. This is calm. Everybody's good. Yeah. Like you're cool. Everybody's cool. You the know? beer helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the beer helps. <laughs> but the other, interesting, the other interesting part, and I know that, uh, you know, Rubes, you're here for them. But Matt Taylor also has to go through and edit some of the things. So he listens to them, too. But it's so funny that first... Um, Everybody, every guest kind of has their own time to where you can feel them start to break away from feeling nervous. You know what I mean? And sometimes it takes five minutes. Sometimes it takes 15. Yeah. I'm sure Maddie can tell us because I can feel it in, you know, in um, studio or here in the tap room. I'm like, wow, that took like 30 minutes or that took him but, like a minute. <laughs> but, but, but when it happens and when it happens, then that's when you can really, you know, that's when you can really kind of, uh, kind of get that information on. And Rubes, how many times after the pods are they like, Hey, like, I'd love to come on again. 
because they start getting comfortable maybe, you know, uh, th- I would say halfway through. And I then, would say the ones that have the hardest time and then actually work through all the like, yeah. kind of like stress and discomfort yeah. are the ones that are always saying that after the end yeah, of the podcast. Because they, because they, they break that corner and yeah, they're like, like, oh, Ooh. they're like, like they're like, like therapy or something. Yeah, yeah. They're like now it's over. Um, but I do think that we do offer some sort of people really. And here's the other thing. And I'm not trying. Well, actually, no, we're, we're trying to hype up the show because of the 50th episode and we're, and we're doing this. But I, I get a lot of text afterwards that are like, hey, man, like that was a lot of fun. Like, thank you so much for having me on, which I know is just basic courtesy. But I do feel like it's genuine when these people are saying this. You know what I mean? Like, I do think that it's something that like Matt. And I were talking about earlier, like a lot of these people have never just sat down and talked about their story. Yeah. But when they do, it, they feel better afterwards. Well, they, I think they do. I think they feel empowered, you know? Yeah. Like, I think about the episode where we had Russ and we really got deep and we started talking about, we were having fun and we were laughing our asses off yeah. at like stupid things. But we, he also talked about the meaning behind some of those teams yeah. and, you know, how they get together. And a lot of the times it's not about hockey, you know, and that whenever they have their you know, interactions and personal relationships while they're, you know, like in the rink or even outside of the rink after the games that they're there for each other. Yep. And that really like hit me hard. I'm like, man, like that's wonderful. And, you know, we do that, you know, with the yep. Brews Hockey Club and all that. And then, you know, we saw, we talked to Griffin a few weeks ago and mm-hmm. he was, you could tell that he really had a connection with his coach that passed but, away. But yeah, a lot of people didn't see that. So a lot of people yeah. didn't know like kind of what was going on there. But like uh, when we had Griffin on, uh, like tor- towards the end there, because I don't know if you noticed, but we had we kind of started talking because he was getting choked up. Yeah. And that wasn't anything, because Griffin, Griffin's Griffin, and he wouldn't normally share that. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like there's no way I would ever got to the point talking to Griffin about that. If oh, I no, I never. Sitting down I never, here, yeah. really talking about our lives and really talking about the things that were important to us and that we had feelings about, you know, and it was just an opportunity for him to, Say yep. something. I thought it was a really great moment. You know, no, it was. And- it, it really was. It, the 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 weird thing was though, Rubes is like we were previewed to that more than some of the listeners were because yeah. they didn't know why we were. Because I went back and listened to it, and we we started talking more because he was kind of having a moment. But yeah. like, you can't see that on yeah. audio. But, but I mean, it's one of those things. Like we were there for it, and it, like yeah. that's the reason why we have the pod. Yeah. But just going back to that, like it's just given us an opportunity to really have fun, get to know people, but really have some you know meaning meaningful conversation. Uh, so there should be no surprise to either one of you, uh, Rubes or Matt Taylor, uh, but we're going into overtime. Oh, well. Not in the I, game. I wish this game was going into yeah, overtime. Yeah, not in the game, but uh, we, we have officially hit the one hour mark. Uh, so we should probably get into the uh, the shout outs, which uh, everybody knows the rules. I don't have to explain the rules, do I? This is, yeah. Okay. No. This is the only, to be honest with you, this is the only time I haven't had to explain the rules of the shout out. This is the first time. Yep. Because no you more. guys already know. <laughs> Rubes has done a whole bunch of shout outs. Uh, Matt Taylor's listened to, I'm sure, because he has to edit out the all end of, of the them. episodes. He's, I've listened to all of them. <laughs> I was about to say, he knows every he knows single every person. Every person's shout out for all 50 episodes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, Matt Taylor, do you want to start with your shout out? Uh, yeah, I can. Um, nothing, nothing super uh, exciting here, but I will shout out my uh, Guns and Hoses uh, tournament team. The Bears? Uh, we were the 1985 Chicago That's Bears. Good. Um, no relation, any of us to Chicago uh, mm-hmm. or the Bears. We just thought it was funny. Yeah. Um, wow. But it's uh, we've, been play- <laughs> we've been playing in that tournament for uh, since they opened it up to non-public service teams. So yep. I mean, six, seven years now, I think. Um, and it's been mostly the same group of guys 
Um, every year we have, we even have someone come down from Michigan to come play with us. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a ton of fun. If, if you haven't participated in that tournament, um, you know, all the money goes to, uh, wounded, uh, uh, first responders. Um, and it's, it's an absolute blast. We've played, we've played, uh, a team of all firemen from New York one time. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys just kicked our ass. It wasn't even close, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it is maybe it's one of the most, you know, physical tournaments I've ever played, in, but it's also one of the most fun too. Yeah. Um, and, and we'll, we'll continue doing it as long as the, you know, the stars are in and guns and hoses foundation is involved, but, uh, it's a good group of guys and I love playing with them. Uh, and it's, it is just a lot of fun. Well, well it, paint us a picture of your unis that you guys had this weekend. Oh, Cause I walked up to your game on Saturday and I went, what the hell? So, so we have, <laughs> we've got a tradition of trying to just come up with the most nonsensical or, or funniest jerseys we can. Uh, and so this year we, we were the 1985 Chicago bears. Um, and is anybody, is any bears fan will know, uh, the famous coach, Mike Ditka, um, was a big, was a big, uh, a big deal. And he had a, a, a standard blue sweater vest, uh, with bears on it and a tie and, and a long sleeve shirt is a gentleman's outfit. Um, and so that's what we wore. We had, we had sweaters that had a blue vest and a tie and a, and an Oxford shirt underneath it. Um, it was a real pain when we played teams that wore white and blue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That but, was the game I was watching, and I was like, okay, well, this it, clashes. But those unis are legendary. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. It's like, we are had, you home or are you away? We had, we had people <laughs> they stopping. They can't decide. We had people stopping and taking pictures of us all weekend. Uh, we, we even played a team from Chicago, and they actually want those jerseys for their men's league at home. Uh, so we're going to try to reach out to them and see if we can. Mark them up. Sell them. <laughs> this seems like a Matt Taylor thing. Were you behind this or did somebody else? Uh... Uh, I can't take credit for the name. Uh, so Daniel Grossman, who's who's been a, a member of our men's league team for years um, and on this team for a long time, came up with a name and we just kind of brainstormed, hey, what kind of jersey could we do? Yeah. And we kind of both were like Mike Didka, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Um, and so, so, you know, I came up with the design, got it printed. Um, and you know, the rest is, is legendary. Well, hey, and uh, here's one thing too, Matt Taylor, because at this point, you're not only your own person, but you're also a representative of the face-off spot. So whether or not you know that, that is the fact. So you were out on the ice. Uh, Brad Buckland and I were talking. I pointed to you and I asked him, I go, is Matt Taylor behaving himself? His response, yes, of course. Absolutely. So you know what? Uh, thank you. I appreciate you uh, for continuing to to lead the way. And, uh, uh, little did you know they had a shot caller on the entire time. Anytime they acted <laughs> up, they just pressed the button. <laughs> no, yeah. no, it's a, no. If, 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 if it's all for, right, Matt, no, if it's for a good cause, Matt's all good. You know, whatever, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, you know maybe uh, different. One hundred fifty people in the arena watching him, like, oh man. The real the real trick is to have Rich Messler on the bench with you, and you have a a six four three hundred pound. Uh, yeah. man on the bench with you, you behave. He's oh, a yeah, small yeah, yeah. giant. Well, but Seriously. the thing is, is like when you talk about just like, uh, he's so nice. If I was that big, I wouldn't be that nice. I, I don't think I, I don't think I would. It's like, yeah, that, that huge man. Oh, yeah. But uh, I, I, I miss playing with him. Uh, I actually, I saw him at Guns N' Hoses. Uh, I talked to him for a little bit. Talked to him about the uh, over thirty-five league that he's playing in Nitex because I am uh, thirty-five now. So I'm thinking. Yeah, you know, that that league sounds immensely fun i mean they do the the custom jerseys every season yeah. the draft every season well, he, that made, sounds he like made it sound like they mix it up too so like every team has you know some guys that are just starting and then some whatever but uh it's not the first time that actually rich and i have talked about like you know 
we kind of just wish that we could go out and just play the game instead of having to deal with all the other stuff. And sometimes when you have the younger kids in there, that kind of happens. But you know, if you get a little bit older, you just you just want to go out there and uh, you want to have a good game. But uh, anyway, is that uh, is that it for the shout outs for you? Yeah, I think that. Because it good. might be another year before you come back on. I mean, you're invited anytime you want. But I just... yeah, no, I think I think we're good. Okay, so all right, well, we'll we'll hear from Matt in another year. He'll be back on. He's uh, but at the same time, and uh, part of this will be my shout out. But Matt Taylor is a huge part of the show, and uh, I talk. Uh, but after that, Matt really does most of the other stuff. So uh, Matt Taylor, uh, thank you. But this isn't the shout-out, so don't take too much just yet. I already forgot it. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, Chris Rubio. You go. No, I'm tr- that's I'm trying not to, how it works. I, I end it. <laughs> I end the show. <laughs> I'm trying to sharpen the saw over here. Just give me wait, like wait. Well, hey, since we're making it all weird and that this is a different one, I'll go now. But it's going to be – I'm not going to do it again. I'm going to end them. The rest of them I'm going to end. Okay. Okay. Okay, I'm going to shout-out my AU team. Oh, are, are you ready now? Yeah. Okay, well then I do will. it. All right, we'll keep uh, it. Yes, special shout-outs since this is the special episode. It's a special episode. This Individual cool shout-outs. Uh, so you guys are going to know all these kids, but it's okay because I'm going to send this to the parents and be like, we talked about your kid. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, let's see. Kaysen. Yeah. Zentech, which mm-hmm. is Brian's kid. He is a fireball. He's, he's on he's the got, ice probably more than... Uh, oh, yeah. He's got tons of talent. He's been fun. You know, he's just... You can tell he's... So good that he just wants to like go to the next level and he's just like do the next thing. But I give him a hard time all the time. Yeah. (laughs) If he's out on the ice, I'm like giving it. You know how, like, uh, and I don't know if this is just because, like, this is what uh, my dad and his friends and my coaches did. But even when we were little and like we had the puck, they would just go and kind of like slash our wrists. Yeah. You know, push us or like cross. Yeah. Like hockey's (laughs) hard, bro. Well, but it's like, like, because Kaysen is a good player and he skates around, he looks good. So, like, anytime I'm out on the ice, I go over and I like shove him or I like, you know. Yeah. Uh, I, I not abuse, so nobody don't call the police on me. Yeah. But I, just, I, I, I give them a little bit of a like, hey, you're gonna have to get used to this. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. Just just so you know, someone's here. Yeah. Continue. Uh, crew Wicker. Yeah. Uh, crew is man. He's he's just so talented. Like he's very coachable, but he's also very like confident. Mm-hmm. Like he'll go out there and make plays and do things that I tell him to right on the spot, and you can tell it he builds confidence from that. And yeah. he can do anything. He can score goals. He can make plays. He can skate back and play defense. Like he's really good. Uh, Cannon Wicker, who is just, he has been a nothing but a goal scorer. That's his twin brother. And now we've turned him into a playmaker this spring season. Like, he's all about scoring three goals, but also getting, like, four or five assists. Mm-hmm. And I'm just very proud of him. Both uh, both of those twins, have, like, they're, they've gotten, because they've skated for, a, a, or I say a bit, but they've, you know, this isn't their first season, but yeah. they've gotten just, like, no, they're, they're, good, really good. they're good players now. Hudson Villa, he was new to our team this year, and he's the same way. He has he, he's probably one of the better skaters on our team. Mm-hmm. Knows for the net, can score, but again, he has really like bought into just like hey, like playmaking, like turn, pass the puck, look at your guy, like you know. And and I I want all the players now where they are to hit you just to understand that already because mm-hmm. I don't want them to thinking they're the best player and they can skate through four guys right now because you already know that they'll hit a they'll a hit a freaking wall. Yep. When they get a 10U or a 12U, and they will literally won't be able to do anything. And yep. you have to be a team player. You have to be a playmaker. You're not going to make good teams, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be able to move on to the next level of hockey that you want to. Yep. Hudson's really bought in. Gordy Toth. <laughs> wow. The G-man. I don't know how what more to say. Um, Michael and Holly, goodness gracious. He is, uh, 
he's special. Like, <laughs> he's I, I, special. you know, like, uh, you know, aside from just sitting and doting on it for a while, like, he's a special player. Yeah, yeah. He does yeah. things right now that I wouldn't think to do if I was out there and I'm 36 years old. Yeah. And I, he does stuff that makes uh, me and, you know, Z just kind of go, wow. Yeah. So, uh, my son, Camden Rubio, he's doing everything he can. He's easily the best goalie. He's out there whenever he has a skate. He's the best player, just trying to help his teammates and be good. He just reminds me of me. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's going to click for him eventually, and you know, we'll never know where he is, you know, offensively in the future because you can tell he just he needs to get a little bit older. But yep. he's my man, and he's he's the uh, the anchor to the team. Uh, Lennox Guest, oh yeah, you know, Guest, mm-hmm. she is good. Like I think she's going to be one of the best female players when she starts getting older she by loves far. to play hockey yeah like by far like she has good size she has good hockey instincts she can you know make plays she can shoot the puck like she is she's a joy to have on the team uh colton garrett ah uh, yeah I hit, I hit adam in the fields with this one <laughs> it's my, it's my boy. i hate but before you get started this is the only thing i have to say is that i'm not a parent I'm not like I don't. So like when I watch games, like I don't get that feeling. Yeah, I get that feeling from Colton. Me too. When, when I when I watch Colton, I'm just like, <laughs> and, yeah. he, and he does well, and he always makes me proud. Um, but it's just one of those things to where I don't, I and the, the, I don't think I'm using the right word, and I'm gonna go ahead and say this, but like I don't feel as much like a ownership of other kids. You know what I mean? Like I feel like however he plays any point because uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Colton and I have been working together for almost three years. Um, but it's one of those things to where just when I watch him out on the ice, I get nervous. And even if he's playing well, I'm just like, Ugh. and it's like, Oh, is this what parents feel? But like, <laughs> but like not even close, you know what I mean? Yes. It it's that whole thing feel. of like, Oh my God, please do whatever. But anyway, yeah. uh, Col- Colton's he's my hanging on every little play. I can, I, I can yeah. tell. Yeah. You're, you're a daddy already to him. Yeah. He same way as like Hudson. I look at him like, it's like he comes to the team. And I'm like, I know you can score 10 goals this game. Yeah. whoop de do. Yeah. Like, I want to see you out there make plays. Like, yeah. I want to see you do defense. I want to see you do things that you're not used to doing and have them do that at a young age. And he's the same way. Yep. He, he, was, he was actually top. I, I do a little award with them every game for the person, that the top three guys that get assists. It's really been a nice incentive for them. They, they've picked it up and they've really dialed in. But he made it last game. Yeah. And he had, like, four assists. Good. And he's sitting there and we're trying to develop that part of his game where it's like, yeah, dude, you can go around that guy. Mm-hmm. You can score from that point. But look at that guy over there, you right. know, and just really develop his all-around game. And he's, he's doing a good job. Good. Uh, Coulter Filson, you know the Filsons? Oh, yes. Filsons are great. So Coulter, when he came on last season, I looked at him and went, my goodness, this kid has some crazy potential. Yeah. So let's just push him and let's get him there. Well, in a season and a half, uh, you know, a full season and then the spring season, he's already realizing that. Yep. He scored one of the nicer goals last game in stride, coming down the right wing. He's a defenseman, mind you. Comes, cuts to the middle and just snipes at glove side. Like, the kid didn't even know where the puck was going. And he's like, hey, I scored that while I was skating. I was like, you damn right you did. That yeah. was a nice shot. <laughs> I don't think I would have stopped that if I'm, I was even that little net. Yeah. So shout out to him. And then uh, my, my, little, my little fave guy, uh, Zach Alexander. Uh, he's out there. He's he's been to a lot of. Uh, um, they're doing a lot of lessons with him lately, and he's been coming on since the beginning of the year. Yep. He just started. You want to talk about a kid that I look on our team that has nothing but hockey instincts. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, probably couldn't skate right at the beginning, and he comes onto the ice. And I'm like, did you realize your kid's going top shelf, and none of these kids can do that, and he can barely skate? Or did you see that pass he just made? Like, he went through a guy's legs and hit a guy without even thinking about what he's doing. Or did you see that little backhand shot on that hard angle? Mm-hmm. Like, give me that same puck. I might not be able to hit that. And you watch him do these little things throughout the ice, and you go, wow, like hockey instincts. So yeah. 
that kid's going to continue to get better, and he's I, I mean, he's going to be one to watch too. So yeah. anyway, yeah. that's my long winded shout out. No, I love no, my no, AU no, team. That's a, that's a good shout. And I love that's all my good. parents. This has been another amazing season. All the parents on the team are absolutely top notch. Like you couldn't ask for a better group. We're we're an AU travel team. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> Boom, done. You know, it all has to start somewhere. You know, <laughs> it all has to start somewhere. But uh, I, uh, I, I feel, I, I feel lucky to know most of those kids and families uh, that you mentioned, and uh, to each one of them, I could probably talk. I could talk about a bunch of those people for a long time, but we're running out of time. I know. Uh, I tried to go as fast as I could. So good. No, no, no. You're, you're up, Adam. No, you're good. This is we take the time. This is this is a casual recording. This is the fiftieth episode. We're not in a hurry, Chris. We can take our time. We, All right, man. I'm just going to sip my this beer is slowly, also man. This is also <laughs> our second podcast of the day, okay? So we're, <laughs> we're, like, we're all good. We're all good here. Um, but anyway, I'm going to go on to uh, my shout-out. Um, so my shout-out is going to be, and this is very generic and broad, um, but my shout-out is just for the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth hockey uh, community. Um, when I started this podcast, it was really just as kind of like a selfish thing of coming out of COVID and being like, I haven't talked to anybody in a long time. I, 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 I want to talk to people. Uh, I've had an idea of doing a podcast for a while, but at the uh, initial beginning, it was just, uh, me having a good conversation with Corby and, uh, and, and, and just, I don't know, kind of taking the leap. Um, but at the end of the day, it's turned into, uh, hopefully being a positive for uh, a bunch of other people. Um, but I want to say that because I'm including my team in this. And when I say my team, it's, it's the guys that are here tonight. We're all into hockey for the right reason. Okay. There's, there's some people that are, that are into hockey for selfish reasons. There's, you know, certain people that are into to hockey, you know, because they like it. And there are certain people that are into hockey because they want to make it better. Um, and I can consider both of my partners here, people that want to make hockey better, uh, for everybody. And especially for, you know, the young kids, um, but anyway, I just feel very, very lucky uh, to have the partners that I do. I would include I would include Corby in this, but he is not here, uh, so that uh, the jury's out on Corby. But uh, my shout out is to Matt Taylor and Chris Rubio because, in all honesty, I do think that this podcast is something that should exist. I think it's something uh, that is good. But I know for one hundred percent, I know Chris Rubio, you. Uh, you, you hear that too often, uh, but 100%, it would not have made it this far if I didn't have the partners that I do. Um, there have been times, and I know that Matt Taylor knows this, there have been times, not recently, but when this pod was getting started, that I might have questioned it a little bit. I'm like, what are we doing? Like, what, like why are we doing What's going on? Why? And we, we just kind of like kept pushing through, and I really feel like we're on the other side of it. Like, I feel like we're kind of at a point where, like, people want to come on here. I'm not having to chase people around. I'm not having to, you know, we're getting invited to things. Like, we're not having to work as hard to do these things, but that's because I felt like we put the hard work in earlier. You know what I mean? Like, and you can speak on this if you want to, Matt. This is not, but uh, it's just a thing to where if I don't have these guys with me, I'm might have stopped a while ago and i'm just being honest with you you know the the, this pod and i'm not saying it's work i enjoy doing this but you know um, i have a lot of other things going on and sometimes it sometimes it does feel like oh i gotta fit that pod in this week or i gotta do this or do that but at the end of the day like it's just something that i really enjoy and i feel like we we've kind of crossed that that threshold if you will and that uh it's kind of just a cool thing now you know But, but we still i feel like are humbled uh, we know what it was like at the very beginning, but 
I wouldn't have pushed through if I felt like I didn't owe it to, you know, Dallas Forward community or my partners that have helped me just kind of continue. Cause like, it's a lot easier now than it was at the beginning. Am I right, Matt Taylor? Yeah, no, I mean, I, I can remember at the beginning, we were like, hey, we, we got to find someone. Who do we have for the yeah. show this week? Uh, nobody. <laughs> All right, I guess we're not going to do one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or, or, maybe, we... or maybe we'll we'll try to beg Corby and Newman to come yeah, on again. again. Or, yeah, yeah. And now we're at what the... What more do they have to give? They yeah. just spoke last week. Yeah. But now we're at the point where, like, people are reaching out to us and, like, we're not having we, to... We had, we had a... a, a a guy from a tournament down in Houston messaged us a while yeah. back and said, hey, we want to talk about the, the tournament we have. Um, we've had guys, you know, from all over say, hey, we're, we're interested in, in, you know, talking to you guys. We, yeah. we got something cool to say, and that's exactly what we're trying to do. Yeah, yeah, but I just like Matt Taylor, well, and Chris Ruby, obviously, but it's just one of those things to where, you know, you don't end up in this position by, you know, and I, and I think I do have, uh, a, I feel like I have a good work ethic, and, uh, you know, I, I care about this podcast a lot, but if you don't have somebody there to kind of give you a kick in the butt and be like, hey, just just let's keep this going. Let's do it. Let's, you know, uh, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. So sometimes you need good guys around you like Chris Rubio and Matt Taylor. But anyway, that's my shout out. And I don't think I've ever shouted you guys out or shown you guys any love of any sort. Probably. So that's probably the first time, so. <laughs> speaking of speaking of good guys, can I can I jump in real quick? Yeah, I have, I have some breaking news. Yes. That I think you guys would both be interested in. Uh, yes. Um, I know. I know. Uh, Adam is is a big Seagulls fan. Steven mm-hmm. Seagulls men's league. Uh, they're pioneer, my favorite. They're my favorite Sea League team. Uh, pioneers of the Mansfield hockey rank. Oh, yeah. uh, we have a, a member coming back to the team this season. Um, a beloved member. Yes. Uh, who's gone through some injury problems, worked through them, come back. Start with a Z. Uh, it is one Brian Zintek. There we go. Whoa. Just just off, off the waiver wire. There you go. go. Well, he's been skating. I don't know if you're aware of this, but he's Breaking been skating. News. He's been skating drop-ins. Yeah, well, I'm aware. He's He's been working at it. Uh, he, he came to the front office, uh, made some... Uh, some uh, commitments, and he's gonna he's gonna be on the team this season. Wow. Not, I think not, you have a new guest sometime soon. Adam. Nah, well, no, nah, we'll have <laughs> actually that'd be a great one uh, to get Z on, and we'll we'll make that work. But yeah. uh, anyway, I will say though that I didn't know that he was uh, coming back and playing like drop-ins again, and I I just happened to be working that Saturday morning, and uh, Tommy Babcock, shout out to him, Tommy Babcock, uh, he's our front desk manager. But anyway, he's like, ah, oh, he's like Zentex signed up, and I'm like, oh, he's signed up. So I decided I'm going to suit up and I decided to obviously play against him because why, you know, obviously play against him. Tried to humble him a little bit, but he's uh, he's a good, tough, solid player. And I'm glad that he's back out there on the ice. Amen. All right. So, yeah, that's all I got. Oh, no. Well, we'll shout out Z. Uh, Coach Brian Zintek. Well, to follow what you said, shout out to you, because you I remember you yourself admitted at the beginning here that you said on the air. I don't know where this will go. I don't know how many offices would do. But like I talked, touched on a little bit earlier, like it's it's reached to different people and it's allowed for something greater than I think you even know, maybe. Yeah. And we just appreciate you for what you've done because I mean, even an idea that you had in your head at one point in time is to come to something that has manifested into something that has happened here, here, and there, and there, and there, and it's really brought a lot of light to the hockey community in this area. And so we appreciate you. All I right. mean. In my own selfish ways, yeah. I mean, like people like are like, oh, podcast, Rubes Brews. Eh, yeah. That's been wonderful. It's been a nice little perk. But right. on top of that, I really appreciate your friendship. I really appreciate everything that Matt has been doing behind the scenes without yeah, us really sure, talking to him and knowing what's going on. Yeah. And I'm just very uh, appreciative of both of you guys. Like this has been something that I never thought a year and a half ago that I would ever be involved in. And it's been 
a blast. Yeah. So. But and, and it, we keep saying we're going to end this, but I keep keeping it on. <laughs> but like, but, it's but, okay. It's our podcast. But, yeah, it is our podcast. <laughs> well, I don't know this to anybody. But like, I, like, I think what a lot of people don't see is how many times that we're texting each other throughout the week about the podcast. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like between, between all of us here, I guarantee you probably 20 text messages a week about this, that, what we have planned. I mean, and these things don't work if you don't like the people that you're communicating with. No, you know it would end it like, like in a week, you know, like two or whatever. <laughs> but, uh, and then here's the last thing I'll say, and this is usually I end it with uh, the Matt Taylor list, which I haven't got to yet. Do you want to do the Matt Taylor list tonight? Yeah, give I'm, it to him for one week. <laughs> this is going to be embarrassing. I don't know if I know my own list, well, but I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Check your messages between you and Adam. <laughs> yeah, no, I finally got it down. But uh, but 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 I will say that uh, when when we were doing the podcast earlier out at uh, at a Manhattan project, um, he was he was kind of talking about how his partners, they all kind of knew what it was that they were good at or what they were able to do. And so there wasn't a lot of overlap and that was good for him. And I feel like we're the same way. Your skill set is very different than mine. So we don't overlap at all. Chris's is different than both of ours. So we, it's like, we're, we're able to do so much just because we're also different in our skill sets that we have. You know what I mean? And, and as soon as he said that, I was like, Oh, that's why the podcast works so well. Because, yeah. like, we all have our own thing, but it's like, without all of us, we're not here at 50, for sure. No, I think you're right. So, and I think it, you know, you were talking about how this night would go and who you wanted, but I think it actually, I mean, shout out to Corby, I love Corby, but it kind of turned out like the way, <laughs> you know, it's kind of been behind the scenes, you know, well, the whole, it, the whole way, mean, so. But, I mean, but you guys are, like, That's my two. fun. You, got, you guys are definitely my yeah. two partners. But, this has uh, been fun. But anyway, uh, this does bring us up to the Matt Taylor list. And Matt Taylor gives Here me a hard Maddie. time. Matt Taylor gives me a hard time when I mess it up or I forget it or I, you know, he's got to tell him to listen to us or on uh, follow us on Instagram or Twitter. And Matt Taylor, you can take your time, but you should tell all the people how to uh, get a hold of us. Uh, okay, so let's see if we can do this here. So we have uh, a full archive of all of our shows on the faceoffspotpodcast.com. Uh-huh. Uh, we have an Instagram where we sometimes post eh. videos and pictures. Yeah, right, I'm going to get Adam better. Um, yeah, yeah, that's my fault. Uh, our Facebook page is probably uh, a really good way to, to kind of stay in touch. There's there's comments about each episode, and we try to we try to put a little summary of each one yep. um, as we do. Um, if, you, if you know somebody who wants to come on the podcast... Um, it's faceoffspotpodcast at gmail.com. Um, you know, shoot Adam a message. Uh, he may remember to check that email <laughs> at some point. Um, I think or, it gives or, me an alert. Or, uh, I mean, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. I mean, it's yeah. a great way to, to kind of just reach out to us. Um, or if you want to come on, let us know. I mean, we're always, we're, we're not going to turn, you know, you know. You just get put on a list of people that we will have on at some point. Um, and, and you may get dinner or lunch out of it or sometime, or you may get some ruse brews. Or charcuterie um, board. Oh, yeah. We need to have that. We need to have We've a been talking about that for a long time. Charcuterie board. I, did, I, I thought about that earlier, but I didn't want to say it and <laughs> yeah. say it wrong, so I'm glad you did. Well, I think I said it wrong, but I said it, I don't know, char- charcuterie board. Uh, but then, yeah, um, you know, we're on we're on all of the the podcast things, yeah. you know, um, iTunes, uh, Google Play, Spotify, um, whatever the others are. I don't yeah. even know. I, I I go through a list and I just push the button. Yeah, no, that's good. That's but, uh, but yeah, check us out everywhere you can, and, and if you want to, you know, uh, leave a comment or review for the show and say how great we are or how great Rube's. Uh, impression of Adam was. Um, <laughs> that may be my new favorite thing. Um, but those things really, those things really help us, um, you know, promote the show. 
<laughs> hey, I think that I think you that was great. Okay. No, go ahead. So no, yeah. the, uh, no, no, no. The, we're here. No, uh, no, no we're here. No, okay. All right. Well, hey, hey. There's I I have a hidden talent in case he calls a hidden talent, and I'll go full like impersonation of people. Yeah. And so one of these days I'll let people see my impersonation of Adam. Well, no. I, one of these days Rubes will do the show as Adam. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, we, we 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 will we will trick everybody. Um. All right. Well, hey. Uh. I feel like we've been closing the show down. But hey, this is really cool because uh, this is just I wanted this to be a nice light episode uh, we've hit 50 which is a good mark uh we're going to continue to come out with more stuff and um i just like i said i appreciate uh both you guys so much but uh anyway i don't have to do the matt taylor list tonight because matt taylor is here to do the matt taylor list um but anyway you can continue to check us out every thursday because that's when the episodes come out um so please continue to check us out it's a little bit different when I don't have to do the Matt Taylor list. Yeah. I'm, yeah, like, I'm like, what's the empty. timing? Like, I, I usually just end it that way. But uh, anyway, episodes every Thursday. Uh, thank you, partners. Matt Taylor, Chris Rubio for coming on. Uh, we will check you Thursdays. All right. Later, guys.